Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, good people. Welcome to our show. Bad people, welcome to our show. Anyone, medium people, welcome. Because we wanna share more about SEO. And today we have interesting topic about technical optimization. How Google Bot can ignore slow pages. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Julia Nesteres. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I'm really glad to be here. So thank you for inviting. Yeah, you know, it's interesting that um, I pronounce Julia, but originally it's Julia. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because of this habit you now to speak with <laughs> American speakers and they, they usually use Julia, but yeah, Julia Nesteris. Julia, before we start, just tell more about your self-experience, background, about your amazing tool and anything that can help our audience to learn more about you. I'm the co-founder of uh, SaaS technical SEO platform JetOctopus.com, uh, which is the crawler, log analyzer. Google Search Console on steroids, uh, Google Analytics, everything in one place. Uh, you can just merge all these data sets in one place without any Excel mergings and get unseen, really vital insights. Um, I've been uh, in SEO for five years, we may say, if we're speaking about uh, active SEO, because uh, our Jet Octopus platform is five years old. Uh, and uh, we are mainly uh, targeted at big websites like big e-commerce websites, so the websites with more than 10K pages, and digital agencies also really love our platform. Uh, so this is just a short intro as for the me. Nice, nice. Love it, love it. By the way, I often have the struggle with big websites to check out all pages. We have different solutions. For example, we usually check similar pages uh, to avoid to analyze all pages. But what we found that um, sometimes it's not a good idea because even having similar pages, uh, some pages can have errors, others don't have them, but Google doesn't care if you check them or not. So, Julia, can you tell about your tool more? Because it's yeah. interesting, you know, we have Google Search Console, Screaming yeah. Frog, many other great tools, IHRF, SEMrush, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, a bunch of tools. So tell why your tool is better than yeah. that we have. Yeah, sure. any tips about that? Okay. Uh, so first of all, uh, it is SaaS solution, so you don't need to paralyze your computer so to crawl some websites and to wait uh, without any actions, just, you know, sitting and waiting. So this is the number one thing. Uh, why? Why our tool is handy is that uh, we have all these modules in one place and it really visualizes a lot of things. So uh, from one side, uh, our crawler, uh, gives you all the SEO health of your website, visualizing the priorities where to start. Because uh, when we compare, for example, with uh, with Screaming Frog, uh, we go another way. Uh, we first visualize you all your critical things by scale. So for you to know where to start, because in Screaming Frog, you just get really long lists of URLs with some problems and you start just fixing one by one and it can take time and you can just spend resources uh, on the not the most critical things, because if the 80% of the website has this particular problem, you'd better start with that and it will have the bigger impact because 80% of the website has that. Uh, from the other side, uh, again, if you speak about the crawler, uh, we have really, really extensive JavaScript SEO tools because almost every site right now has JavaScript and it is really handy UE uh, technology for the user, uh, but it really harms your SEO. And the main thing about JavaScript is that JavaScript problems, they are hidden and uh, SEO specialists cannot fix that. So it is on the developer's side. And we have the tools which, first of all, identifies these problems. Uh, they show where and what exact problem there is. And uh, this is just absolutely beloved by the developers because right, right now they just don't know where to fix. Uh, it saves a lot of time for them. Uh, so then apart from the crawler, we have the log analyzer. What is good about the log analyzer when we speak about the big websites, it is all about this crawl budget. So how much resources Googlebot is spending on your website? 
what part of the website is visible for Googlebot. And if this part is not visible, what to change? So to attract Googlebot there, because you all know that actually the main customer where uh, for whom you're working on is the Googlebot, because if he doesn't visit uh, your website, your pages, they will never get ranked and they will never bring you organic traffic. So the log analyzer visualizes uh, the visible part of the website and uh, our platform gives you insights what to change so to increase your site visibility for uh, the Google bot. Uh, then Google Search Console uh, that uh, you've just mentioned before we started, uh, that even Kevin Eady said that you'd better start uh, using our Google Search Console. We call it even Google Search Console on steroids because uh, it has like hundreds present more information and data and, and analytics than you got used to use in the usual free version of the Google Search Console. So like, uh, for example, in just one chart, you can get uh, in the dynamics, all the pages with growth and drop by CTR impressions, clicks and positions, just one chart. This is growth, this is drop by impressions, growth, drop by clicks by positions and it is all clickable. So you just click on this piece of the chart and you are transferred to the sorted list of URLs with growth or drop. And uh, now you know for sure what is growing, what is dropping and why. So you can multiply the positive experiments uh, to the rest of the website or optimize what is dropping right now. Uh, uh, we also have really, really powerful alerts model, which is very handy for digital agencies, first of all, uh, because um, they are not in the team in-house, but they are the main responsible people for the SEO. And uh, there are a lot of cases when after a recent product update, uh, and did, uh, let's say 30% of the website was just accidentally closed from indexation and uh, the agency not, doesn't know about it, of course. And after a couple of months, they just get the letter of happiness from Google that, sorry, guys, you've lost 20% of your rankings. <laughs> and it is your responsibility as a digital agency to get back to it because at the end of the year, the client will say, so you've promised me like 30% increase. And right now I see like like 5% increase. And uh, he actually doesn't care that it were his <laughs> developers that just made this error. He paid you money and you promised something and there is no result. Not anymore. With our alerts model, uh, the agency, not only, only agency in-house also actively using it, uh, you set up these alerts just once and you can cover with alerts a lot of spheres of SEO, like Google bots visits dropping, uh, index page is broken, uh, 404 pages are increased like for 10% or 30%, whatever. Uh, the positions dropped for 20%. So you, you can set up so many limitless combinations uh, just once and just sleep well. So you don't have to like an agency, for example, to view all your projects all the time. Uh, so not to miss something. Uh, right now, if something is broken, you will get a notification anyway, which is suitable for you, like SMS or Slack or whatever. Uh, and you will be the first who comes and says that you broke you broke something, we, we have to fix it. And uh, it makes you another level of partner for this customer. You know, it's more like strategic partnerships and it is pretty tough to switch off from such a partner. Uh, so this is, yes, this is mainly what our platform is about. Nice. Julia, impressive. I need this tool. I need yeah. this tool. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, you mentioned something that... You touch my pain, pain points, you know, because I know when web developers don't understand what they need to do, but if visual, if you use visualization, yeah, they will understand. And especially about priorities. I remember when uh, once I uh, sent website audit, uh, actually my team uh, did this website audit and uh, the client uh, fixed uh, all tags uh for two two weeks in uh, pages like about us uh, contact <laughs> i asked him why 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 you did it because 
And he replied, because you, you have it in your audit. Wow, it's not priority. Yeah, we are not going to rank these pages. Yeah. Can you tell how you choose critical errors? I mean, like you mentioned that you have priorities. And I know it's important uh, because it's hard to get 100%. I don't know possible or not, but it's really hard to get it. But can you tell about priorities, how to choose critical errors that will uh, impact your ranking positions? Uh, this is actually the pretty tough question because uh, in every case it's pretty different because sometimes, for example, for one case, for one customer, uh, non-indexable pagination page is not a problem. This is their decision. They decided to do this this way. Uh, another customer really cares about like canonical, non-canonical, and he will pick up this as a priority. Uh, what I was saying about our platform, how we try to help you uh, is when we make, uh, but this data is uh, available when you have full crawl. So we are actually against partial data uh, because uh, there are a lot of people, like the majority of people got used to this behavior model. Like I will scan like 10, 10% of the website and this will be actually uh, for the rest of the website will be the same. This is absolutely wrong approach. Because first of all, you are unable to analyze your interlinking structure effectively because you don't have the full data. And this is absolutely vital thing for uh, the e-commerce website. So not just, you know, for websites about us, you know, about the websites which have a lot of pages, the internal linking structure is vital. And actually this is one of the most impactful criteria on Google board out of our experience. So uh, this is not only the navigator for the user, this is the navigator for the search bots as well. Uh, so uh, having full data at hand, uh, we have all the problems, all the on-page SEO errors that we've found of, on all the pages. Uh, so we give you, uh, our dashboard starts with the chart, where you have all on-page SEO errors by types. For example, HTML errors, which is like duplicates, title duplicates, meta description duplicates, H1 duplicates. Uh, then, for example, content errors, like thin content, for example. Uh, then uh, links. This is all about internal linking. Then technical performance, like load time, uh, page size, for example. Uh, and we uh, group all the pages of your website by these problems and you see that for example in your particular case technical uh, column is the highest so like 80 percent of your website has the load time problem so you'd better just leave everything aside and really optimize your loading time because this is absolutely crucial, not only uh, for the search bots, but for the user. User does not wait now more than like for one and a half seconds, even for one second. So you'd mm -hmm. better try to make it up to one second or half a second is the best, like the benchmark right now. So uh, it helps you to make the decision Basing on the scale of this problem out of the whole website, because, for example, if uh, the duplicates is just like this, you, you may leave it. Or if you see that indexation management settings, for example, you have a lot of non-canonical pages or you have a lot of close from indexation pages. This is where you should start your analysis, because. If it is closed by accident, not your decision. You, for example, you understand that approximately 15% of the pages must be closed. That's my decision because this is like about us or contact us or like uh, forum pages, login pages. Uh, but uh, having scanned the whole website, you see that 35 or 40 percent of the website is closed on indexation so you'd better not care about duplicated titles at five pages you know you'd better dive deeper into the pages which are closed from indexation and open those pages commercial pages which are closed by incident for example so to sum up i want to say that uh this just one chart it helps you to 
understand the scale of this or that problem and start at that problem, uh, which has, which is present in the majority of your pages. This is what I say, because uh, this is not uh, the best way to make, you know, like, you know, because SEO, it's not it's such a like black and white. For somebody, it is black. For another SEO, it is white. That's why uh, our uh, algorithms are based on Google uh, guidelines. Uh, so we uh, mark all red uh, zones of your websites from the Google point of view. And it is up to you to decide if that's a problem for you or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah, valuable. Love it. Uh, you mentioned about interlinking. Can you tell how to use tips uh, from uh, interlinking? Because, you know, if you are talking about big websites with 100,000 pages, million pages, you know, it's hard to interlink them. So uh, do you provide some tips how to do it or use some automation to interlink uh, or uh, yeah or because manually to interlink million pages I don't know how to do it <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, this is the first and the most popular question how to make it automatically yeah. but up to now unfortunately <laughs> because we are lazy people <laughs> yes absolutely but up to now unfortunately there is no automatic tools there uh, but uh, how you can work with the uh, uh, analysis of interlinking at Jaroctopus. So first of all, uh, when you have these logs at hand and full crawl data at hand, you are visualizing your Google, you are capable to visualize Googlebot's behavior at your website by different criteria. So how Googlebot behaves on your website depending on depths. And we see, for example, that at your particular case, uh, the crawl ratio is good, non deeper than third click from the main page. So the outcome from this uh, chart is that if there are commercial pages which are not visited by Googlebot now located at 10th click from the main page, you'd better put them closer to second or third. The same chart, we have the same chart by internal linking. And for example, in your case, you see that uh, at least 20 internal links or 50 internal links should be on a page and 70% of such pages are visited by Googlebot. So the outcome here, so you should optimize and reach those pages which are available for you, which brings you conversions, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we have then a lot of tools dedicated to uh, visualizing all your internal linking, which directories are more uh, in linked, which directories are less in linked, what efficiency uh, these directories have from the Googlebot's behavior, uh, in SERP, how many impressions did this directory have, how many clicks, what average position this directory has. So a lot of analytics dedicated to internal linking because, again, this is one of the most impactful when we speak about the big websites. And how to enrich those, we have a lot of uh, tools, for example, to analyze the relevance of these links, because this is very essential not only to put like 50 links on this page, but this link should be relevant. So we have tools to analyze, for example, if this page, uh, is, if this URL contain video, let's say, uh, and we are capable to analyze which links are referring to this, uh, to this page, uh, how many links from URL with video uh, are referring to this URL with video. So this is like the best correla correla correlation. Mm -hmm. uh, so to sum up, um, the automation is not possible, unfortunately, but out of the wide experience of our big customers, so we have like 60 million pages websites, 100 million pages websites, it is all about experiments. So you have to take your separate categories and start some experimenting. We have a very good case study, like in real estate website, uh, where they got like uh, plus almost 1,060% increase of Googlebot's visits uh, by category after the interlinking experiment. They just added like the metro, location in links between the pages uh they've they've added 
the correlating interlinking sections on the pages which were uh, relative to other pages and enriched dramatically the interlinking on, of each of the page in this category. And it had dramatic, dramatic increase uh, in terms of site indexability at the end of the day. And then they just uh, started to multiply this positive experiment to the rest of the categories. So with the interlinking, this is a long-term strategy, but it is always working. So this is the thing uh, where you should spend enough resources, enough time, and it will always give you results. Mm -hmm. Yeah, valuable. Awesome, awesome. Julia, uh, oh, uh, I have American audience, Julia. <laughs> uh, I want to ask you about communication with web developers. You know, what I found, it's a big struggle to explain them what they need to fix, uh, even if I have website audit, if I know the errors, but uh, when you know, it doesn't mean that they will implement and fix all of them. And can you tell how to simplify experience of this communication, how to explain in simple way what we need to fix, critical errors, just do it. Because yeah, I understand they have some uh, limits as well because of, uh, I don't know, CMS, because of many other things. So uh, can you tell how to simplify experience and to get as much as possible? <laughs> Uh, I uh, this is absolutely understandable question, very widespread problem, and uh, we have been working in the corporations with those dev teams, etc. We had such experience, and uh, I just want to say that SEO tasks are not interesting for developers. This is really boring. This is really routine. That's not interesting. You do not, uh, you know. Uh, push switch on your brain there this is just routine tasks that's that's why they try to avoid them uh, this is absolutely true uh, but today uh, the SEO the good SEO expert that's not just the SEO who, who is very like techy SEO who knows Python for example or who is very deep in all the tools and technologies, etc. Uh, a very effective SEO today is a good negotiator, first of all. So uh, you have to talk with the stakeholder on his language, first of all, uh, in terms of the business value, in terms of money, in terms of margin. Because actually the SEO traffic, the SEO visitors, organic visitors, this is the margin of the business. So these are the customers for whom you don't pay, but they pay to you. So this is the uh, direct uh, impact on your margin of the business. Uh, this is the step number one. What I would do, I would talk to the stakeholder. Uh, then uh, we have to agree with all the team that SEO is always the priority, always the priority. Uh, and in those teams where you have to prove this task with potential ROI increase, etc., and we all know that uh, when we speak about SEO, that's not actually possible. <laughs> uh, or sometimes it is just, you know, pushing in the sky and saying, okay, 15 plus or whatever, or five plus. Mm -hmm. uh, in this case, uh, you you'd better be you'd better have as much as many arguments as you can, and uh, our platform uh, with all our visualizations and tools to watch the dynamics. We have a lot of tools in terms of dynamics, even just a slight slight uh, demonstration in terms of those Google Search Console I just said, told you about just one chart. And we have such charts, like a lot of charts. For example, we have uh, just one chart, all your positions, all your rankings visualized by positions. So just in one chart, you see that the majority of your positions are either located deeper than 10th position or closer to one. So all the positions over a given period of time, you just pick up the period and you just visualize. And for example, when you have uh, some 
some idea, you had some experiment, for example, and you have some idea that you are sure. So this experiment already showed like positive dynamics. You just show that on this chart. You just show, look what it used to be. Look what is that. Uh, look how impressions increased or clicks or how many new positions we've got. So we definitely have to do it. Uh, you you have to get prepared. You cannot speak to them on SEO's language. Status codes, some titles, <laughs> titles. It doesn't mean anything for them. Uh, the same as JavaScript uh, requests errors doesn't mean anything for you, you know? Uh, yeah. Why uh, come and get uh, visualizations which are understandable to them? Yeah, yeah. You know, you remind me, Albert Einstein, uh, once he said, um if you can't explain in simple way then you don't understand <laughs> what you're trying to say so yeah <laughs> you need to find the right words yeah simplicity is key and uh, i want to ask you about one aspect that it's hard to ignore today uh that was simple today hard impossible tomorrow about ai it's everywhere and uh, i'm interested in how uh aso specialists can use ai in technical optimization and your goals uh, how uh, i don't know your team is going to adapt ai to your tool uh actually we have already even before this this judge gpt uh mm -hmm. popularity uh mm -hmm. two years ago we've uh, launched the ai module in our platform which gives you the following. Uh, so it gives you the deep impact on uh, different of your uh, high priority things. For example, what has the biggest impact on your SERP efficiency? Uh, and it can be either loading time or interlinking or uh, the number of content on the page, whatever then what has the deepest impact on search bots behavior the same so it analyzes like millions of data and uh this algorithm i.e algorithm uh, shows you these insights uh when we speak about this jgpt uh, technologies uh it is easily can be used for creating like meta descriptions this is pretty effective that's easy that's not tough and it is effective so it really saves a lot of time and resources for these content writers who used to be writing that so right now you just have to put the right query for this uh, ie and he will make it will make for you the right description so it works pretty good uh, but in uh, a really massive uh, usage, I cannot say right now, I cannot say that uh, the SEO job will just be died um, and uh, that it will disappear because of this AI. No, that's, that's not, this doesn't look like that. Uh, I just, uh, we just got back from uh, SEO on the Beach conference in Spain. Uh, and uh, Lily Ray had really, really, really great presentation dedicated to AI with multiple experiments and uh, actually uh, proving that uh, SEOs will not die. First of all, that, uh, that this uh, ChatGPT results will not kill SEO in Google. She also proved that. Uh, and uh, and actually, the best AI, if you just ask, uh, the best AI right now is not JGPT. Uh, uh, it is uh, Bing Chat, by the way, which is not promoted really actively. But uh, this is uh, the best because it works on the phrase database. Database because the ChatGPT it works only on the database of 2000, uh, 2022. Uh, but uh, the Bing chat works just right now. You just change something on your website, it got indexed, and it is already in this AI, so you can work with it. Uh, so back to the question, uh, it can be used for some more or less simple tasks like uh, title creation or meta description uh, creation, and it is really effective. Yeah, I, I saw your photo with Lily Ray. 
in a <laughs> uh, on LinkedIn. And uh, yeah, I respect Lily Ray. Uh, she wrote checklist about EEAT for my SEO course. Yeah, uh, great checklist. Uh, uh, she spoke on my podcast. Uh, yeah, I learned a lot from her, but it's only opinion, you know. Uh, uh, what, what, yes, that's, that's uh, you just touched a very good topic. Uh, that's what I like about Lily, mm-hmm. because her, uh, her speaking talks, uh, her presentations, uh, usually are not just my point of view. They are based on experiments. And yeah. you, can easily, you can easily find this presentation. She shared that in Twitter just right after the finish of this conference. Uh, she shared the link to this presentation. And you, uh, she played a lot with these uh, algorithms. And she just proves on the results, you know, that uh, there are a lot of inadequate results uh, still. And she proves why, because she really spent a lot of time making different experiments. That's why in this particular case, that's not just point of view. That's just the results of their experiments. You know, uh, for me, uh, I think, you know, my crystal ball doesn't work. I tried a few times. I bought crypto <laughs> and uh, uh, I got forecast that crypto will go up, but it went down <laughs> and I got it. My crystal ball doesn't work, but. I love to learn from many different experts, including Lily Ray. And uh, uh, what I usually see, uh, for example, marketers on TV and radio, they didn't lose their jobs. They adapted to digital that we have today. And uh, I don't know what kind of future will be in ASIO. We still have a lot of time uh, in ASIO. Uh, And uh, ASIO doesn't teach us how to get ranking positions. It teaches how to create high quality content, how to increase website speed. It's important for customers. It teaches how to uh, earn white hat backlinks that bring traffic, you know, uh, to create brand awareness. So I think uh, even if SEO will uh, be dead, uh, you get knowledge uh, that you can adapt to any other channel because, yeah, content is king. And uh, yeah, I respect Lily. But uh, I think, you know, uh, everything has the end. I remember when Jeff Bezos said that Amazon will be bankrupting one day and uh, um, radio, TV adapted to digital. Uh, right now, uh, Apple is going to launch headset. So I don't see a big difference, you know, because we usually take no, our iPhone, you know, to, to see the screen the, the entire day. My my son can do it, you know, like uh, for three hours without stop. I need to <laughs> to get away uh, his uh, iPhone and uh, tell him go outside to play soccer, anything. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, but if you have knowledge, you can adapt to any other channel. If you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Yeah. Adaptability is the number one skill today. Everybody should have that. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important today to pay more attention to branding. Uh, and, uh, for example, many years ago, uh, we paid a lot of attention uh, to ranking algorithms. Today, I don't because uh, they change. <laughs> Google changes 7,000 times a year. It's a lot. And, yeah, we know about core updates, but we don't see slight updates that impact a little bit. So, yeah, but anyway, uh, it's our job. We have a lot of time and uh, be sure that anything that will come, you know, <laughs> you can adapt faster by having this knowledge and skills because the best marketers uh, got knowledge before digital. You know, uh, I love reading books from uh, Seth Godin, from Josh Sugarman, you know, uh, for example, Joe Sugarman wrote a book about marketing, but I can relate all insights to digital, everything. Human psychology is the same, you know, technologies change, but not human psychology. So our main goal to satisfy the intent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Julia, yeah. I want to ask about something that I often do, you know, but I hate do it, but I keep doing about mistakes. You know, I I made a lot of terrible mistakes. Some of them uh, not terrible, but anyway, I learned. I learned. I, I got experience, and I think everyone starts uh, with uh, generic strategies, best practices. For example, when I started my PR, I wrote a bunch of press releases. I pitch all of them. 
and I got nothing. <laughs> you know, I spent so much time, but I learned how it works. Then I hired specialists who can write press release. Then I hired specialists who can pitch them because today Jack of all trades, master of none. And uh, we got mentions on CNN, Forbes, many other great websites because uh, of knowing the process. So can you list mistakes that SEOs still do today and your tips how to find another way? Um okay okay uh, i just want uh, i just uh, remind one one mistake which is not related to seo's mistakes uh, but i want to, to tell about it it's a short story because we already mentioned lily ray and there was mm-hmm. one story <laughs> connected with lily ray uh like several years ago i guess uh, 2019 we were uh, pretty young, pretty newcomers onto the market, and we went to our first uh, Brighton SEO, uh, even without a stand, just to visit and to feel what it is, to look at our competitors, etc. Uh, and uh, before this conference, uh, I was making a lot of preparatory work. Uh, I was connecting to the influencers who was going for to this Brighton SEO conference, etc. Uh, giving them different like demo accounts uh, inviting to look uh, to have a look at the platform etc and Lily Ray was in the list uh, and um, and she she got interested really from the first message she said oh yes I I, I will test that and I got really excited about that <laughs> like, yeah this is literally oh my god this is this is so important for me to get this feedback because she is really a uh, deep expert and it was really important for me to uh, to listen to her feedback. Uh, and then like one day after, two days after, and I was like, oh my God, oh, I see that she entered the platform. I see what she's doing, etc. cetera. Uh, but she's silent. And I was like, uh, so how it is it? <laughs> how is it, Lily? <laughs> how is it? Lily? And I just really uh, was so noisy about that. I was so impassionate about that, uh, that she's just like, stop stop because like uh, it is too much and uh, uh, it really broke this communication and for some time uh, that was just the silence etc and I just realized that uh, that that was too much from my side I just uh, had to be uh, silent and passionate and just wait Uh, that's uh, when we speak about the our our business there were a lot of mistakes I always say that uh the one who doesn't make mistake uh he just doesn't do anything because it is impossible when when you are acting uh there will be mistakes and i always say that that's not actually mistakes it is your experience so right now you just know how does not work how you should not act so you should not (laughs) write every day to lily ray asking for the feedback yeah 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 i got it you know i think uh um lily ray and many other specialists are so busy and enough i can't count how many times someone promised me to do something <laughs> you know yes. i mean like from influencers experts and uh, i often uh get nothing back and i'm okay with that i'm okay a hundred percent i understand people are busy and i can speak uh, the next time if i see them uh without mentioning that uh, someone promised me to do yeah yeah that. yes so. absolutely, absolutely that's that's really the, the the right approach this is also always uh the working process and everyone has his own process his own priorities yeah. etc so this is just okay yeah 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 uh Julia. and just uh, and yeah. just uh, one thing what i want to stress uh in terms of uh, really widespread uh, seo errors right now uh is uh, ignoring uh, the importance of javascript at your website um you think that everything is okay uh because as i said before the javascript problems are hidden uh, but they are really harmful, very, very usually very harmful for SEO because, for example, some of the content is hidden from the search board uh, through this JavaScript or some additional sections are added. Or, for example, you see that the page is light, like 
50 kilobytes. And after JavaScript, all the requests are rendered, it is like four megabytes. Uh, so there are a lot of hidden problems. So if you have the JavaScript on your website, you should definitely use the tools for JavaScript performance checking. Uh, and you will find a lot of opportunities there, I can assure you. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, Julia, let's leave SEO. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to ask about you, about your energy, because I got your energy. I can see it, you know, you're confident uh, to share all these valuable insights. So can you tell about your schedule, about your day, how it looks like, and uh, how you learn SEO? during the day, I mean, like uh, uh, your ratio between practice and learning. I am <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, very busy, really. Uh, so I have actually I'm a mom of three, first of all. Ooh, uh, nice. I, uh, yes, I have a very small son who is like one and a half. And uh, there are, I'm a very active mom. Uh, then I'm a co-founder of the SaaS business. Uh, then uh, I have a private school launch for my kids, and it's also a really big project for me. Uh, I have also like philosophical community that I've launched uh, just recently. Uh, I'm playing actively in big tennis, actually. Uh, and very Okay, yes. if you if you come to Miami, I will play with you in Florida. When, when you come, when I come to Miami. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> or if I come to Dnipro, yeah. yeah, we will play. No, actually, I was to Miami not not, not once. Uh, I know uh, pretty well your area. Uh, so. Uh, my schedule is really, really active. So the morning is usually dedicated. Uh, it starts with the morning exercises. I'm very, very um, responsible for my health. So I want to be healthy uh, long for long. That's why it starts with the morning exercises. Uh, then it is dedicated to kids. Uh, then, um, then I love to read. Oh, then I love to read. I love to read in the morning. Uh, when I have some silence uh, and at least to spend one hour for reading, it can be different reading and not only SEO. And uh, I, I will tell you more that it is not actually mainly SEO because I am responsible for uh, marketing strategy, product, uh, product market feed at Geroctopus, then uh, user experience, uh, new features, positioning, etc. So it is more about this stuff of things or like uh, big customers' communications, negotiations, etc. Uh, so when, I sp when we speak about SEOs, I, uh, to be updated, I read uh, the like SEO for mobile data, because this is absolutely uh, insane number of knowledge there gathered. I don't know about how many people. Uh, then I, I read uh, the people whom I think uh, are experts, like Kevin Indy, is one of him, because um, he's a techie guy. We love techie guys, you know, because we are techie platform uh, and a lot of tools uh, which we implement in our platform are not understandable for the for a big part of the SEOs because they are not techie. And Kevin Eddy is very techie. Uh, that's why I love reading his uh, different experiments, researches. They are very, very uh, inform informative. Uh, so this is the usual way how I keep updated in terms of SEO, like reading a sort of uh, people who are high experts for me, from my point of view, and reading, of course, those updates. And as our uh, my partner, our CTO, Serge, says, uh, when uh, they ask about uh, how to start learning SEO, he always said, says, uh, start from reading uh, the Google guidelines, like the first Google guideline from the very scratch, just to understand how it works. So it, it is very important to understand the algorithm, how it all works. That's not about backlinks only, or that's not only about the content. So you should start with the logic, how it all works, and it will be easier for you to upgrade your knowledge, knowing the uh, basis of all that. Yeah, yeah, love it, love it. Awesome. And my final question about the future. <laughs> uh, can you predict your 
uh, view of future, you know, because yeah, you got prediction from Lily Ray, but I'm interested. Uh, what kind of future will be in your vision and how you adapt to this possible future? Um, this is very wide question because we all see uh, how times changed. And uh, right now, a lot of events happening which were not possible like Really recently, we were not thinking about uh, such events that they are just possible in in the modern times, but we see that it is. Uh, that's why uh, I can say you from my perception of today, because you know that uh, I stay in Ukraine and this is my decision. I have big family and I can move with the whole family, but this is my uh, decision. Uh, because I'm happy here and I know that I won't be happy anywhere such happy as I am here. Um, so I, I can say that the future is, is really um, not predictable at all. You don't know how many what, how many nothing, how many days, how many years, whatever. You don't know anything. What technologies, what plans are, uh, do these people who manages all this world, what plans they have, you know, another COVID or whatever. Uh, that's why my approach to life today is that we have today. Today is absolutely unique. Uh, this will never repeat in your life. And uh, you have to enjoy the moment. You have to live your life uh, for the, with the high speed. Uh, you have to spend you, yourself to the things that are valuable for you. You have to get inspiration from that. And each day is valuable, no matter what will happen in the future. Nice. Love it. So encouragement, you know, inspirational. <laughs> and I agree. I agree, you know, because... Uh, I remember all my terrible mistakes. For example, in uh, 2008, I had a financial company in Ukraine, by the way. And uh, I, I felt that uh, the future will be great. And I invested all my money that I had. Even uh, I took debts to grow this company. But the world crisis changed everything. <laughs> I lost this company for two months. You know, But that was, was so good. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I acquired experience. And uh, yeah, I agree. Future uh, is unpredictable, but we need to enjoy the process. You need. To I know. Love you know. It. I know that. Uh, that's really uh, one of the core approaches to my life, uh, and uh, uh, I try to develop these skills in my skill in my kids. Uh, adaptability is definitely one of the most important skill because uh, we all live in so. Uh, high-speed uh, changes in the world and uh, you will you will just win uh, when you get adapted faster than everybody else that that's it you just uh, have to train this skill and you won't have any problems because uh, you can always learn you can always adapt you can always get these new skills you just have to have these skills in your set to adapt to new reality, not to uh, keep to the past reality, which is already past, but uh, trying to uh, think another way, trying to make a new reality for yourself. Just uh, have that skill uh, at your set and uh, that won't be a problem. I don't see any problems uh, with it as well. Yeah. As a parent, you know, as a father, I usually tell my son, don't care about money. Think about something that you like. And if you like playing soccer, let's do it. Let's play soccer. If you like something else, do it. Um, I only against uh, online games. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, think, I totally agree with you. Totally yeah. agree. Son, actually, my older son, who is 12, he is, his dream is to become a famous soccer player. And he, yeah, has, yeah. A, he has actually a good career there already. So... Uh, he plays, I guess, for five years or something like that, maybe more. Uh, and I always say, of course, you have to not only dream, you have to work hard on your dream and you have to strive to your dream. And it is very good. I, I do agree with you uh, not to focus kids from the very first day on money. 
because right now a lot of adults are crazy about only money, uh, not asking themselves if they are happy and what actually brings them happiness. So yeah. they can have, we, we all know a lot of people who are who have crazy money, but has no happiness. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if you have yeah. just one life, you know, there won't be another life. And you have yeah. to live your life in happiness. This is the number one task for everybody. You know, if you uh, love what you do, you know, for example, I, I remember I started one project uh, five years ago. Yeah, that was project. Um, I did it because of the money. Yeah, I got the gap. I found the gap. And I, I decided, okay, I can hire people. I can go with this project. But that was not my passion. Uh, three years. I spent a lot of resources, <laughs> my time. And I quit. I gave up. And I told myself, never, never touch anything if you are not excited about that. And uh, Neil Patel shared as well. Yeah. So he started the project about poker and he failed because he didn't know anything about poker. He uh, got the feeling to earn money. So, yeah. And uh, But if you love what you do, you don't care about money because money will come, by the way. Uh, yes, for example, spend much more time on it because you are excited about it. Yeah. This is Ikigai, Japanese uh, term Ikigai. So when you love what you do, you spend like 10, 100 times more time dedicating to what you are doing and you become the top professional. That's why you will have this money because you are the top professional in it. That's it. Yeah, you you, you can be better than your competitors because you, you will. You definitely <laughs> will. Yeah, yeah, Julia. It's a big pleasure to get in my show, to learn from you. I love all this experience, valuable insights. Tell the best way how to keep learning from you, how to reach out to you, how to follow you. Uh, so you can find me in Twitter, like Julian Estres, easily findable. And I'm also very active in LinkedIn, again, Julian Estres. Uh, so we have the seven days free trial at Geroctopus, not on options are limited. I definitely recommend you to come and try. And if you find something which is not understandable from the first start, uh, you just ask online chat. There are always human support. No robots there and ever will be there. Uh, so just get the value even on a free trial and I will be happy with it. Nice, nice. Guys, you can find the links in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. I recommend to anyone to follow Julia on Twitter, on LinkedIn. Uh, right now, I open LinkedIn profile. I see Craig Campbell, Lily Ray, many other great uh, experts on photos with Julia. So uh, you can follow to learn more about technical optimization, to use a unique tool, and see you next time. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.